Hey there, fans of brotherly love wrestling. It is I, Vic Delicious. Philly's own, the Mecca here. It is the real McCoy, J.D. Axe, Justin D. Xavier. It's your man, C.D., the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old friend, R.J. City. Hey there, brotherly love wrestling. Bill Carr here. Hey everyone, this is two-time guest Wheeler Yuta. Two bozos from Philadelphia flapping their gums about pro wrestling this, pro wrestling that. Which is not that unique in the grand scheme of things yet. You are in for a treat because you're tuned in to Brotherly Love Wrestling. Philadelphia, are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome, everybody, to Brotherly Love Wrestling. Today on our show, we are... We're, uh, really, we're in the COVID era again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> quite literally at this point. Yeah. So... Uh, That's the second time we've been in that era in three weeks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> first time uh, First time it was you. Now it's uh, me. So... Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, huh? It's real. It's real. <laughs> so today, we're going to revisit a topic I think we did on our second or third ever show. Okay, so there's a there's a good chance that the majority of the people a haven't listened to that because and why please, would you? and I implore you do not go back and listen to yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't say that invitingly. Like, what did you miss something spectacular? <laughs> no, it was god awful. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. There's there's there was no there's no redeeming qualities of those first shows. See, when you do that, that makes people go, "Huh, I want to hear it now." Yeah, like it couldn't been that. No, it's that bad. Just it's that me. bad. I mean, it is that bad. It's that bad. It is. Yeah, but yeah, and I it, we've done it. But I think we've done it even more recent than that. And I know everybody has done it. Like everyone's done the topic. This top. This is a very common top topic, but a different spin on it. Yes, for us at least. Yeah. So Joe, go ahead. you came up. You came up with the the spin on it. So. Oh, okay. So basically, what we're going to be doing today is it's the uh, it's going to be our combined WWE, probably from the Attitude Era. It's very specific as I go into it. Attitude Era to current Mount Rushmore, meaning no, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to eliminate a couple for you right now. Like I'm not looking for the Flares. I'm not looking for the Dusties. I'm not even looking for the Hogan or Savage. Looking for just WWF and like basically like that's why they're famous. Either they've been there their whole whole career or they've made they were the biggest while there. Okay. Significance. Okay. I mean, I think a couple of them are pretty easy, but besides doing that, I want to do kind of like it'll be like we're Thanos. We snap our finger and one disappears. And then we have to see just how substantial they were to see how many other wrestlers it may have affected or what the, what will be missing from history. So I think it, that that's the, that's the more in-depth part of this whole show. This part, this show might end up going to two parts. It might. 
because uh, I mean, our last couple, a couple, I think our last handful of shows went either an hour or over an hour. So just to help people out, I think most likely we're going to be cutting, cutting this up a little bit. But well, yeah, so we have, well, yeah, you just put a high fucking uh, high standard on our content right now. We're going to have like good, and now you're you, first we have to have good, and now you're promising them something long. We could could have a possible two parter. We might. Of, there's a lot of pressure going into this fucking episode. Larry. Look, you're taking four guys and you're taking them away, and we're going to talk about each one getting taken away and the ramifications of that. Yes, that's that's going to be that's going to be a lot to talk about. So, I'm, and there's probably going to be intertwined stories within. That's what I'm saying. This could take a little bit, so I think this easy could be a two parter. Oh, okay. So, let's start it off. How do you want to do it? So, all right. How many? How many are you thinking of right now? I have three that I'm thinking of. Okay, so I also have three with a very strong fourth. So I think we're going to knock out one and two right now. Taker. Yes. Austin. Yes. Okay. This is where I mean now. Now I feel like we're playing the fucking the other game that we the draft game. So this is where I could say one, you couldn't have it, and you could say one that I don't have, and we could come up with our four real quick. Yeah. So who so, do you got for your third? My third would be The Rock. Okay. So my fourth is Cena. Okay. I, I was that would have been my fourth as well. So the so Rock we're on the same page. Fourth. So yeah. it went it went Austin Taker, vice versa, Cena, Rock. I agree. So you, all right. So yeah. oh, wow, that was that was fucking easy. And you know what? I'm not even going to talk about anybody else because I think that's a solid four. I agree. Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be much better than that. To be honest, I was, I was think I'll say one. Okay, I was thinking Triple H in there. <laughs> Me too. So I until was, you said now, until you said Attitude Era to now, that's when I I was thinking. I was thinking Triple H before that. And then when you said now, I was like, okay, well, then Cena goes in instead of Triple H. He edges Triple oh. H. All right. So I'll do this. I'll just keep it the attitude error. We'll get, we'll knock Cena out and we'll put Triple H in. Uh, okay. All right. I'm down for that. You good go with that? Yeah. Yeah. That won't affect me much because, like I said, I, I wanted. I was going to do Triple H if it, if we were just doing Attitude Era anyway. All right. So, and WWF. Yeah, I mean, yeah, strictly that. Like pillars, pillars of WWE, WWF. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cena carried them when there was nothing. Yeah, Cena carried that when it was like a lot of a lot of garbage. So I All mean, right. what would we honestly? A lot of scenes would be title based. Yeah. All right. I like what we got. So okay. We got Austin, Taker, uh, Rock, Triple H. All right. Hmm. Hold on. I want to get the theatrics. <laughs> now take one away. All right. I'm going to start with the out of those four, I'm going to start with the easiest one, and it's going to be Triple H. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to start from, start from the top. No. Well, I mean, Mount Rushmore, there's really no order. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I feel when we get further into this, we're going to feel 
the more substantialness of certain people over others. I have a disclaimer on Triple H, by the way. Uh, a part of me feels like if we're just doing Attitude Era, that Shawn Michaels yeah. would be lifted over Triple H. And I think maybe a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah, but now, I'm cool with keeping Triple H. I'm just saying, going on record, <laughs> like if we're talking that, I feel yeah, we're like also, we're also eliminating a lot of a lot of time from Michaels too, though, where he wasn't doing anything. Yeah, and Triple, H, right. and Triple H was carrying. Okay, you're right. All right, yeah, I, All yeah, right. that makes so sense. So let's start. Yeah. Let's start right there while we're while we're there. Okay, if there is no Triple H. I don't believe that there's a DX. I really don't. I don't no, feel like if, if there's no Triple H, there's no one us with Michaels to to bring the buddy them having fun backstage and bring it to out in front of the camera. So yeah, I agree. Shawn Michaels. There's if there's no Triple H, I don't think I don't know if Michaels a. I don't know. I think he gets to a point that's even worse. And or think... or jump ship and goes to WCW. Yeah, because he don't have oh, a buddy to that. to be in the trenches. So the ramifications of that could be honestly, I don't know if they win the war, but because I think no, the, they don't. I, I think the egos still. I think the egos are still too great to have not because Michaels at that point. I don't know if he ever gets the help that he needs. Well, and let's be honest, Michaels had no part in the Monday Night War win. All right, let me oh, take that back. Take that back. He had the beginning parts of, of them keeping up with the whole Austin and Tyson in that feud. But after that, when it really ramped up, there was no Michaels. So him helping them win the war... He wouldn't, I don't think he would affect WCW that much. Now, it might have gone on longer because of Michaels, but I, I do it, not think he helps WCW win the war. I think the long, well, here, we'll go off that. There's no Triple H and there's no DX. There's no one to combat the NWO. So that we can think of. Yes, I agree. No, I don't think like Vince isn't pushing the nation. No. Oh, who else? You got the oddities. You got freaking the job squad. No, see, another, it would have to have be more singles, time. singles driven. In that case, you don't have anyone invading the scope in down in Norfolk. Uh, you don't have, you don't you have, have them. A, you have a time where, let's face it, I mean, WCW might have. Lasted a longer, well, a lot longer than eighty-three weeks on top. And you don't have the McMahon Helmsley era, which say what you will about them. That storyline was huge with those two, with the wedding and them taking over and them running the show. Like that whole story was big for WWE during that time. So I think a lot of that, and I think this is going to be the narrative because. We are doing four Attitude Era guys. Is the Monday Night Wars look a lot different without these four guys each way? Differently in their own aspect, but each way, a lot, a couple of actually, the other three 
WCW probably wins, but Triple H to a lesser effect. There's a lot of storyline and a lot that Triple H H really contributes to. Look, don't forget, that's also when Austin's hurt. Look, if there's no Triple H, there's no evolution because he's the one that wanted Flair to have something to do and then took Batista and Orton under his wing. There's another... Even further, yes. Even further past the Attitude Era itself. There's a lot that Triple H played into i mean he was one of the lifers he was one of the there's him and there's one other person who's actually also well Mm -hmm. actually three out of the four kind of lifers aren't they yeah for what company they worked for some just exited a lot quicker yeah uh, hunter as well with with you said uh evolution batista doesn't become the star without him without triple h picking him from uh ovw and, and putting him in there like i don't think orton gets to that magnitude either there's a lot of a learning tree triple h is a learning tree mm-hmm. there's a lot of the future as we know that is affected without triple h ever being a part of the business and mick foley definitely doesn't get as big without that feud with triple h yeah there's a there's a lot of people that i feel like i mean i feel like out of all of the people i feel like triple h he might have carried the most feuds or like been a big contributor in the most like storylines and feuds. Like you lose a lot of like good stories with triple H and that goes from the attitude era to now you lose a hell of a lot. Like that's the thing. I don't know with triple H you got a lot of talent that doesn't get their due you get a lot of these people that aren't, and and the business kind of stays, the mainstream business kind of stays the big, the former athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if Vince ever conforms that much to whereas he's he's going to bring in these indie, indie darlings. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if he ever gets to that point. I don't know, like Triple H, Triple H's effect on just and wrestling as a whole. Yeah, there's no NXT. No, there's no NXT, which would suck. With no NXT and the indie darlings. Here, let's put another spin on this. Let's go a completely different route. Does AEW have a much, much better product to go against the the basically I would call this like the 80s wrestling, except downgraded substantially. Like I think without people wanting to work for Triple H, I mean, does AEW just get so, maybe AEW gets so big because so many people want to leave that they implode. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at when NXT yeah, not we, being there, them yeah. signing people. It's I thought way in, way more in depth than I thought I was going to think. I mean, but I knew, I knew Triple H. I mean, just being if we're just taking the attitude, but I kind of with Triple H as well as I'll probably do the same thing with Taker. I mean, the stretch and the longevity of that career and how and they're like Triple H is still somewhat in front of a camera. He's still very relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's trending pretty much weekly. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking relevant. I mean, it's 
Uh, I mean, just he's there so much longer than just the attitude era. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and like like you said, look, it, yeah, we picked four attitude era guys, but the stretch of their entire career of taking them it's not, away it's is not what we're looking for, at. And I think that's why I I would all, because I mean, Cena's longevity was great as well, mm-hmm. but I feel like Triple H, I mean, had the better career. The impact on the wrestling yeah, business he alone. A couple off of his title wins. Yeah. Cena, yeah. Cena has 16. Triple H has, he's 14 time champion. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. But the, the Wait, impact. Is he, is he 15 time champion? Mm. Is Orton 14 time? Orton is. I want to say Orton's 15, actually. I don't know. I think Orton is still behind Triple H. While you check for these stats. Yeah. You lose. No. You know what? See, it says Orton has 10. I thought it was more than 10. Orton Orton has more than 10. Yeah, that doesn't sound right to me. What is this list from like 2014? (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Triple H... Triple H is one of those like you lose you don't just lose the attitude error, you lose a lose a big player in the ruthless aggression error. Orton has fourteen. So I think Triple H has fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think you're Without right. Without Triple H, Daniel Bryan doesn't become Daniel Bryan. No. You well, don't I get mean, the yes. Would he even be there? there? There's no like there's no NXT, there's no uh, Yeah. I don't. I don't think he'll be there. I don't think the developmental in the WWE and OVW and all them and like FCW and stuff like that down Florida. Eh, like I don't think it works. You know what? You know what? Constant. I think it would be that would still probably. I think Punk would still leave even if Triple H wasn't there. I think he would have found someone else to be pissed at. At this he point, left- his track record, I think we can agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only constant in all this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think you don't get a lot of you don't get a lot of people. The product uh, isn't as good. No. Yeah, that that's Triple H is a good one, man. Who knew that I mean, obviously know how long and how great he is, but yeah, that he affects a whole lot and a lot yeah. more than I thought he was going to affect. You know what's funny is this could have some sort of weird ripple down effect to where, I mean, we could, if Michaels never comes back to WWE, because Triple H pretty much was one of the big reasons he came back. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He doesn't get the help in the right amount of time and he just doesn't come back to wrestling. It's just not for him. He just does like special appearances like the NWO. Mm-hmm. You don't get that comeback. You don't get the you don't get Taker at Mania. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. You don't get four years of and I'm saying probably. You at least don't get two years of great WrestleMania matches. No, I think you're right. I, I think like I said, I think he jumps to WCW. I don't think it happens if that happens, there's no Triple H. You're looking at how the timeline keeps going without Triple H. 
Ray, uh, Razor, Razor, Hall and Nash go regardless. They want more money anyway. So they go regardless. Triple H had nothing to do with that. So Michaels is there when they leave. They do that curtain call thing, which is the three of them. Michaels is still there when they leave. He's the champ. They are grooming to get to Austin anyway. But he's in bad shape. So yeah, Michaels, Michaels is still all jacked up. He might. They leave. He has no other running mate because Xbox gone too. They leave and he has no other running mate. We might not see the Brett Michaels feud go further. He might say, "Yeah, I, I want out. I, I, I be here with Brett." We don't. We don't get the screw job. We might not get the screw job because you don't have him do, with Triple H doing all that. Like you said, no DX. So Michaels might be like, "You know what? This isn't fun anymore. I'm going to go with them." And Michaels jumps. And then his problems are eventually what Scott Hall problems were. His problems only get magnified because the wellness policy, at least in WWE, granted, they were doing pills and shit in WWE already. Imagine what he's going to do with Scott Hall taking it to that limit. He's going to be right with Scott Hall doing that as well. Now, Kevin Nash has to clean up after two of them instead of just Scott Hall. So, like, yeah, I think... We might not see a Michaels. Michaels not might not make it to the age that he made it now without staying in WWE with Hunter. That's yeah. the sad part that it could, could have happened. I mean, he still could have found God. There's still could of have course. Been a, I mean, there's still could have been a point of where he finds God and he turns it around. But I don't know if he turns it around and he's still welcomed back with the same open arms mm-hmm. because he left for the other company. So I don't think he gets those big pushes he might come back and job out who knows but i think it's pretty safe to say that we justify triple h on the list yeah absolutely all right who's going let's go with rock all right so we're going with the most electrifying man to ever grace our screens. So Triple H is back in the fold. We put mm-hmm. him back in, and yeah. now Rock disappeared. Mm-hmm. I mean, right off the bat, the first thing, as soon as we did that, you don't have a young Triple H. A, you don't have the, you don't have the, competitor making him better coming up because they were parallel and they were fighting for that IC title that they were going up and coming together. You don't have a a crazy skipping ahead in the timeline. You don't have rocket sock connection. No, which was fucking amazing. And another contributor to the Monday night wars. That was amazing. Uh, You don't have, you don't get, you don't get the big of a pop for Jericho. No, yeah, who does Jericho debut against that, that makes that kind of impact? Yeah, that he can, because, I mean, he was it. There, we don't, I mean, I think people, I don't know if they realize as much or if it's shadowed by Austin, but Rock was on top for a, a while. Mm-hmm. He took the ball when Austin was hurt. Again, like I said, Austin, yeah. with that, when, when he went down with that neck injury, Rock, Rock started to elevate. You know what I mean? When he took his ball and went home, Rock elevated. Like, there were several times where the Rock 
held a lot for the WWE. And yeah. and you done again to that point, you don't get Rock Austin. You don't get one of the greatest rivalries in the history of wrestling. Rock the you sometimes it's the perfect storm where two people were meant to battle it out. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if any, if any in the history of wrestling, and I'm not as old as some fans, and they'll probably try and correct me on this in some fashion, but I don't know if there's any feud that's ever been as good and as meaningful as Rock Austin. I don't know if we get the level of Austin. I mean, he had help from McMahon. Yeah, of course. How long, how long was that going to actually... I mean, they kept intertwining it, Austin and McMahon. Yeah, because with with the Austin and McMahon, you had the because McMahon couldn't wrestle. Uh, you had the dude love. You had the you had when Helmsley aligned with them. You had a bunch of people that you would have step up when Paul White came in, Big Show. You know what I mean, you he kept feeding people in, and to a way way lower extent, Patterson and Briscoe. Like there were things, and the corporation, Shamrock, Bossman, all these people were fed to Austin. Yeah, but who was the leader of the corporation? Vince. Yeah, but who was the lead wrestler in the corporation? Oh, The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So, and that's what I'm saying. Oh. Like, it, it that's the biggest thing is that with with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, even though McMahon Austin, yes, probably McMahon Austin might might edge as far as storyline goes and as yeah, a feud for longevity of feud and just how it basically made austin yeah but if you're talking about two of the biggest stars ever yeah i don't think you get the same austin without rock like i don't feel like it reaches i don't think it reaches that big of a of peak mm -hmm. with someone like triple h i don't just don't think it does i mean the rock was he was larger than light he the rock was huge when you think austin you think rock when you think rock you think austin mm -hmm. you think wrestlemania is what 17 that's what you think 15 17 19 I mean, 17 was one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, if not the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. That's debatable, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> I know. We, believe me, it's debatable because we've had the debate several times. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, 17, yeah, I agree. But, I but here's feel the like... thing. When you look at it as a sense of the two biggest stars in one in a match – for at WrestleMania, it's when you think of that, just popularity alone, it's bigger than Taker and Michaels. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree I'm with that. Thinking, I'm thinking of drawing power. That that drawing power is a and lot greater. Big, yeah, like a big fight feel. It's definitely, big yeah. money. That's yeah. big money. I got you, yeah. Taker, Michaels was just great match. Yes. Damn near perfect. Mm -hmm. But still, box office speaks. Yes. That's a box office blockbuster. So I think Rock would have a giant impact taking Rock away. But like you said, with two of them, the longevity thing kind of fizzles the Rock out a little bit because, yeah, you have that, and then he goes off to Hollywood, and we don't have him anyway. 
You know what I mean? Granted, he comes back. You have the 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 best feud so, after his comeback, obviously, is John Cena and elevates Cena to that next level. And that in itself is a great a great feud and probably yeah seen as and that one was, of Cena's that best. was that was great because of the popularity that the rock had gotten after he left too mm-hmm. without that exposure from wwe the rock isn't as big as oh no he doesn't, he doesn't get that exposure but that's not even that's taking him completely one we take the rock out of out of the wwe and he's never in the wwe we don't get a lot of the we don't get any of the rock in hollywood either we probably get garbage I mean, some well, people don't like him as an actor anyway, but yeah, I mean, but you, yeah, don't, but you don't know who you don't know who he is. He's just a big guy. Or, or I mean, without that WWE platform, he's not an actor. Yeah, you see him in the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he's playing he's playing football, and he's just another another big guy playing in the NFL. He's another yeah. you know what I mean linebacker or D end in the NFL, and he's just this guy Dwayne Johnson who plays in the NFL for however long, like. It's a big difference. So this is this is what I want to say about The Rock. And we talk about it, it being in the Attitude Era mm-hmm. and how there was the it, it, the Monday Night Wars was a huge one of the biggest things in wrestling history. I think The Rock is someone that if you take The Rock out, I think the WCW has an even longer mm-hmm. A longer run like i feel like the run gets longer like triple h isn't there i feel like the run still longer but it still fizzles out just because of ego i mean i think without the fucking the draw the absolute draw that the rock was and he was one of the ones that you wanted to see every single week just for you don't get i mean the promos you don't get any of the promos my god those were the best promos there's no one else cutting that. There's nobody else that is cutting that promo like The Rock. There was no one else on the mic. Like, you don't have anyone on the mic that is as good as him in that era. Yeah, agreed. You don't get any of that. And therefore, promos go way down. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just that generic. He, he was anything but generic. Yeah, of course. Everything else was that generic cookie cutter. Oh, I'm going to beat you. He had... The right, oh, we'll call the word pizzazz. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like he had it all. He invented words. They're not invented words. I mean, he made words famous and got put in the dic- in the Webster's dictionary. Just like I mean, and household words. Smackdown. Yeah, look, yeah. Well, obviously, SmackDown being the big, probably the biggest one. Next Here's to- the thing. Jabroni, like Jabroni, became one of the biggest insults from wrestling fans to other people immediately. It's, I still use it. I it's know my handle for TikTok. <laughs> I know and and Snapchat. Yeah, Jabroni is one of the best words ever. Yes, and I still call people that on the road when Quinn's in the car because I can't curse. Although that was kind of patented by the Iron Sheik, but yeah, Rock took it to a whole new level. Yeah, Rock. Rock took a lot of things to a whole new level. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, without the Rock, you lose. You lose. I feel like you lose almost. You almost lose the Attitude Era without the Rock. Like that's huge. 
I think the re- the rest of this on Mount Rushmore is it can be the same thing said about. Oh, uh, that yeah, yeah. Well, there's very, one very much in particular that I think if you lose him, I don't think there's a war. I agree. So uh, let's let's we... move move on to that person then. All right. So Austin. I what Austin? Yes, I agree. Austin. I think if Austin, if there's no Austin three sixteen. There's none of that. There's, I mean, let's wait, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let's take that back. Now I know we were saying that, that what they did in WWE make them stars and all, but I want to go a little bit even further. You don't get the Dangerous Alliance nearly as nearly as good. You don't get the Hollywood Blondes. You don't get the amazing, amazing promo work in ECW and him being fired from WCW and some of the, if not one of the best promos I've ever seen come out of it. No, that's not true because we're just talking about WWF. I know. I know. That's why I said, that's why I said before, I know we're only doing WWF and what made them big. I get that. We're wiping them out of the business. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We wiped the rock out of the business. So that's what I'm saying. Like, look at that because we talk about takers longevity look at some of that (laughs) even though that yes didn't make them didn't make them big or anything like that but there's still the footprint of stone cold on the business itself look danish lions is in one of your favorite war games matches of all time but i think there's still i mean i think the dangerous alliance still because ruth was the leader of that well yes yeah. I think there's st- I think they find someone else to insert into the dangerous alliance if Austin isn't there. Mm-hmm. They might even try it and pull something where they try and convert Dustin over to the dangerous <laughs> alliance or something. <laughs> which would have been a crazy turn too. Yeah. But well, or win or Barry Windham. But I'm thinking Austin, if there is no Austin, because he was he was it. Mm-hmm. He, and he's still it. From that King of the Ring promo on, he was it, and he was, and he he continues to still be like I think he's surpassed everybody, and he's crossed over to everything. Like I know The Rock has crossed over to every, literally everything. The Rock has literally crossed over to everything, mm-hmm. but I think Austin is the most known wrestler of all time because of, I mean. I know arguments can be made for Hogan, but I think Hogan fizzles out because of the newer generation. I think they still know him, but I think the newer generation, our generation and onward is Austin. I think they might outnumber the Hogans at this point. Uh, And not only that, with that, like, again. Although I think Cena will also (laughs) also be in that, he'll also be in that conversation. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if not already, I think, honestly, I think already. But uh, because Austin, you're right, probably most well-known. But I think internationally, I think Cena edges Austin on that. Okay, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double back before we get too far into the Cena-Austin and just say that if we eliminate Austin from the history of WWF, you got nobody, nobody playing the the card versus Vince as good as him. No, yeah, I, I fully agree. That's, 
that's a I think that's a one might be like good for a few weeks, but it there's no way they carry that. Look, long. they did it with Taker. Taker had his his mini feud with Vince. Even though there was never anything in the ring, it was more the corporation, ministry, all that bullshit. Yeah, I feel like everybody's had their their run in with Vince if you're if you've been around long enough, but nobody played it like Austin. Yeah. And if you get you get rid of that, one, you have no glass shattering. You've got uh, what? You got no Austin. <laughs> what you just said. No what? <laughs> you, know, you get no what? <laughs> You get, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you really get the personality. I mean, Rock's got to carry it, but if he's still out, it doesn't. You have DX. We have DX still. You have the Rock. You have Taker. You have Mankind. Uh, you have you still have a lot, but I agree. I do not think WWE wins the war. I, I don't. No. I, I think WCW wins the war. Because, and like I said, I had a lot of time on my hands today. So I was watching a lot of, actually around that era wrestling. And I watched WWE's uh, series Rivalries. And I watched both parts, one and two, of McMahon, Austin. And it, watching it again, and the pops. And because, of course, they talked about him taking his ball and going home. And then him coming back, I think it was at No Mercy when he came back that night. It's just earth-shattering. Earth-shattering pops. Like, the difference that guy makes entering an arena. Still getting them today. Still. WrestleMania last year. The pop he gets. Even though you know he's coming out. Like, when you don't know he's coming out. You can forget about it. It's Richter scale level noise. But... Even when they know, even a scheduled match, it doesn't matter. That glass shattering has the biggest reaction I've ever heard in my life. It's It's, always... It makes people lose their fucking mind. And there's nobody else that's going to get that reaction. There's nobody. There's Mm -hmm. nobody else that they had that was going to get that reaction. He was the most must-see person. And when you get... You get no Zamboni. You get no beer truck. You get no four wheelers. You get no fucking monster running truck over, running over Vince's limousine. You get, I mean, it is. It's oh, that whole fucking the perfect anti hero, but the perfect person against authority that just doesn't give a fuck. The blue collar. I mean, you have nobody that can relate to uh, the fan, the uh, large of a fan base mm-hmm. if you don't have Austin. Like that fan base deteriorates drastically. Let me ask you this, just because we're we can stay on Austin, so I know we can bounce around to different things and aspects. Going back to the pop, I have one in my head, the biggest pop I think Austin's ever got. What is your opinion of like the moment, the biggest moment where he's come out? You think is the biggest pop? Ah. Uh... The one you said, and I'm was... talking about pound for pound, like because like stadiums and all. Of course, you're going to get you more people. Blah, blah. I'm like, you know I mean, moment where you think can stack up to anything. Because I have a different one than what I said. What's the one that's different? The one that's different is when mankind wins the title that night on Raw 
Oh, when Austin comes out and that is, I think, the craziest, loudest pop I've seen for Austin. Period. And the only thing that might rival that is WrestleMania when he comes out with Michaels and Foley to go after the League of uh, League of Nations. No, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Is it League of Nations? <laughs> like that sounds wrong. That sounds like the actual thing for our government. That's. That's not League of Nations is what it was called, right? Maybe I'm almost positive it was. It just sounds right. I should go with my first instinct and not question it. But yeah, when that came out, because no one knew he was going to be there, that was another one. Like those surprise coming outs are, are what really get you. But I think the mankind when mankind beats uh, Rock for that title on Raw with DX down there and and Vince down there and then trying to screw him like. That I think it was next level. Next level for sure. There's been so many too. There's yeah. just been so many where he's mm-hmm. like, as soon as you hear it, mm-hmm. and I don't think that anybody gets to that magnitude. Like, Rock is the closest. Rock is the closest. Yeah, but he's still leaving. He's not. He's not. He's not sticking around. He's still leaving. Mm-hmm. So he's still tainted. And then the feud you look, the matches, the WrestleMania matches that come with him leaving. You know, I mean, like we said before, you don't get one of the again, one of the greatest WrestleMania matches ever, and that's him and Brett at 13. Obviously, you don't get the a moment, obviously his belt winning moment against Michaels in 14, Rock Austin all three times, 15, 17, 19. You don't get Brett Rock or Brett Austin. Did I just say that? No, did you? 13. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. It was, it was that good. You guys had to say it a second time. I had to make sure we had to get it in there. I'll probably say it again later. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, go, it goes without saying that Steve He's, Austin is. He, I mean, became, he became the person. Well, A, he was the, the biggest main eventer. If you were on the, if you were on the card with Austin, it was going to be the biggest match of the night, no matter what. Money draw as well. Yeah. Hence why he took his ball and went home with that whole booking him versus Brock Lesnar on a Monday night and no advertisement first round of the King of the Ring tournament. Like, you don't do that with a Stone Cold. This isn't WCW and Goldberg where you're giving this shit away for free and not doing anything. Like, this is Stone Cold. It doesn't make sense to do a big match like that that you know is going to be a big match. You're calling the guy he's facing the next big thing. Austin is the thing right now. And you're just going to, ah, we'll put a first-round matchup on Raw. Not, no advance or nothing. Like, it, it makes no sense. It's bad business to do that. Yeah. I mean, the way he did it was probably wrong, but I think he was completely right in walking <laughs> <I mean>. out. <laughs> well, so you get you don't have that moment, so yeah, I guess that mm-hmm. maybe there is a couple. I mean, here's the thing: it's just the the, the most pop. You, you don't have who is the most popular? There? I mean, is it Rock? Yeah. Is it Michaels? Is it, no, is it... well, Rock, Rock. Well, I mean, look, as big as a Michaels Mark I am, Rock. There was no comparison between Rock and Michaels, but they were two completely different superstars. Yeah. But I mean, Rock is the, definitely the most popular of all out there. Taker so being then, two. 
So we're absolutely 100% sure that there is the that they lose the war without Austin. Uh, I mean, yeah, as close as we can be to something that didn't happen. Yeah. I think I think it's I, I don't think it's a question, honestly. I really so don't. So if they win the war, then we don't even have to talk about WWE because then they they vanish too if they lose the war. But what does That's losing the war look like with WWE losing? You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I don't know if they I don't know if they get bought out because I don't I just don't think that they get bought out. I don't no, think that they, I don't think that they go away. I think they withstand it somehow. Somehow they withstand it. Like it might get drawn out. Like I was at first in a complete agreement that if Austin's not there, then they lose and but I don't think that they get buried. I don't think that they go away. I think that they, they do not pull a WCW. They don't go out of business. And the reason I say that is because I think no matter what, eventually Turner sells to Time Warner and AOL no matter what the fuck is happening. Because he's a businessman and it made sense and he got money. So he was going to get a lot more money at that point, too, then. Yes, exactly. So your business. And it, look, he wasn't, he was somewhat of a wrestling fan, but he, not like what Vince McMahon up, is. Exactly. grow up in the business and yeah, see he's, how it was supposed to be ran. He's not Vince. So I think eventually, no matter what, WCW gets sold. And WWE is still there. They might not have the amount of fans, but Vince McMahon isn't going away. You can win the war. You can call it winning the war all you want. But I don't know if it's a win. I, I I don't know how that looks. What a WCW win looks like or a WWE loss. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if... I don't know. I don't know if it ever goes away, to be honest. No, I don't think it does. And I think that, like you said, Triple H and DX, I think Taker and Rock, for however long he, he stays there for, maybe Vince can throw maybe Vince has the money to throw him more that way to keep him around more I mean because you know he's gonna be pushing merch mm-hmm. maybe not as not maybe not on an Austin level but he's basically gonna be the guy you might have a Bret Hart stay Vince might have the ability to go you know what we don't have another big guy we don't have another big star he can take that contract that he thought he couldn't pay, seeing the future of a Stone Cold coming. He might be able to hold on to that. You might have a Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, multiple matches at that point. Then you might have you, yeah, you might not have WrestleMania 13, but you might have WrestleMania 13, Austin Michaels. You might not, or or WrestleMania fourteen, Austin Michaels. Like you if, might have that. It might that might reignite something completely different. You might not need a screw job. They might figure it out because before that match, they shook hands and it was all good. Like at that point, if there's no screw job and he's not leaving, they make up in Montreal anyway, and Brett goes over, and they keep going, and then eventually, and then he drops the title to Michaels. They move on. You don't you might have a Bret Hart, happy Bret Hart staying with WWE and us getting the thing that we've always wondered about. What would have happened if we had five more years of this rivalry of Michaels and Hart? 
Not to mention or, Owen Hart still being there. Because yeah. we don't know that that happens, that triggers Owen Hart to go with Jeff Jarrett and be the Blue Blazer and do all that bullshit. Like, we don't know. If Bret Hart stays, you have the Hart Foundation. Now, granted, Davey Boy Smith probably ends up passing away, but you still have half of them. You still have, you could have another Owen Hart, Bret Hart tag team championship in the late 90s. Like, so the most interesting thing that I will say that I would want to see is a Bret Hart Triple H feud. Yeah. One thing that we were kind of robbed on, like that would have mm-hmm. been. Because Michaels would have had to have left because he's still hurt. Right. right. He's still jacked up. So you get Triple H taking over versus Brett. Yeah, you still have DX, obviously. He still forms DX. And so Brett you... has the opportunity to help mold Triple H. You might have younger talent join the Hart Foundation. Now it might be Brett Owen and who knows who you're who you're bringing into the Heart Foundation? It would be Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so Austin never being in wrestling could save Teddy Hart from being a complete psychopath. <laughs> Is that where we got to? <laughs> That's where you got to. <laughs> that, I think that makes perfect sense. You went so far that I had to take it just six steps further, as usual. Yeah. So, all right, so we go to the dead man? Yeah. All right, so I need, all right, you've done it for three. You got to at least do it for the last one. Okay. So, again, before we go into the 90s, you don't have one of the greatest debuts in Survivor Series history. You don't have, look at that (laughs) hawk from call from Roddy Piper. You don't, like, that alone, the, him walking out, it's just that by itself is ridiculous. You don't have Paul Bearer being Paul Bearer. You still have him as Percy Pringle or whatever they would fucking call him in WWF. Uh, so you take away one of the greatest managers of all time because who knows if he finds a better gimmick or a, another gimmick other than Paul Bearer without The Undertaker. So without The Undertaker, does Hogan stick around a little longer? No. No. No, because I, I don't think that really was the mindset. But he was, he was, he was burned out. Yeah, you know I mean, he wanted to go, <laughs> go film Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think that matters. I think Hogan's still going to WCW, so it ain't going to matter. But I mean, yeah, you're talking about '90s. You don't have, you don't have that run of him in the '90s being that champ. You know what I mean? You don't have him in, at him and Diesel in '12. Um, not that that was an amazing match, but no. uh, so if you eliminate Taker, you eliminate the backbone of the WWE for what thirty years. Mm-hmm. You, you eliminate have... the the boiler room brawl. You eliminate Hell in a Cell. You, you pretty eliminate... much eliminate mankind from mm-hmm. even remotely. He doesn't even make it to Triple H without. Undertaker, he yeah. doesn't. Foley doesn't even get to the get to that point. No, he's jobbing to everybody. He doesn't get to that point. Uh well, I'm no way. I'm not going to say that because Hunter, you still have Rock and Hunter, so I think Mankind still is a, still able to work. No, you but still... he doesn't. 
he doesn't get to that magnitude. No, mankind doesn't have that person. Like he, I feel like he doesn't get popular enough to make it past. Like I feel like he, they stick him in the oddities. <laughs> I don't um, think I one. You don't get. There's a lot of people that you don't get. True. You know what? And I'll, all right. So yeah, I'll agree because the reason I say that is because you don't have because you don't have the bar of the boiler room brawl, which means you don't have him turn on Taker and you don't have him acquire Paul Bearer. Yeah. You know what I mean? If Paul Bear was a big help to that. Who is this other demented person that he's going to go after? Who is this other person that he's going to fit in with on that roster when he first comes about? Yeah, nobody. That's going to make it that interesting. So I don't think he gets to that point of where he gets this this popularity or whatever. I don't think he gets the same view. Like, he's not going to have the same views. Yeah. People aren't going to want to watch him with anybody else. So I don't think he gets to that popularity. You don't get Kane. Yeah, I was going to say that next. That's a big loss as well. Because they literally signed Kane to do what he's doing. Like, they signed him to be Undertaker's brother. So he he never signed. I don't think he signed by WWE. He might end up in WCW. You might have Maybe. Glenn Jacobs show up on WCW. Yeah, because they really, I mean... Because the only Beautiful. thing he did do is obviously Isaac Yankum, but you have fake Diesel. <laughs> That's what he did do. That without Taker, that was his last thing. So he will always be known, you know what I mean, as fake Diesel. <laughs> to be honest, he might have retired from WWF as fake Diesel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And they might have acquired him in WCW to play that same character <laughs> to job to Kevin Nash. <laughs> He'd be the biggest jobber in history. Yeah. Yeah, and quite literally <laughs> yeah. as well. <laughs> that's what that's the way I meant it. Like he might be the largest jobber. Yeah. I mean, you'll have the 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 Ministry of Darkness, one of my favorite storylines, story arcs ever. I I, I still put that up there in tops for me with abducting Stephanie and trying to sacrifice her and the, the, the higher power storyline weaved in and all of that, like that was when that was happening, man, that was one of those things that we've talked about the attitude era on Monday nights being destination television. You couldn't miss when that would go off the air and you had taker doing something at the very end. And all of a sudden something's about to happen and lower third comes up. It goes black, and you're like, "Oh man, what's good? Oh, I can't wait for next week now." Like it, Taker was involved in a ton of that, so I think that alone in that era is huge. Not even to mention what we still have to even go further with, but that, and then so, God, much much like Triple H, Taker takes that road of who don't we have now, like. Well, like you said, we already said Mankind and, and Kane. I don't think you have nearly as good as a Kurt Angle. That's debatable. Without Kane. That's debatable. debatable. All right. You don't have a Brock Lesnar that's as, that's as big as he is without a taker. Batista is not as big without taker. Yeah. You don't get... 
your favorite WrestleMania match of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Without Taker. And I don't know if Michaels can have that match with anybody else. I don't know if they have anybody because Taker's it. Mm-hmm. You don't, I don't, because without Taker, I don't think that they have a meaningful streak. I think they might still, I don't know if they ever get a streak, but I don't think it's as good as Taker's streak. I mean, that was an accident. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even on purpose. That was an accident. They just figured out, oh man, this guy's 13 and 0 or 12 and 0 at WrestleMania. We got to keep this fucking going. I mean, given there was a couple bad ones in there, but I mean, for the leg end of the streak matches. Speaking of the streak, so again, multiple times I'll probably say this. I, again, I had a lot of time. So I was watching uh, Stone Cold's podcast with Taker on it. <laughs> the last, the, the second one. <laughs> and after after the last ride documentary came out. So he tells a story, and I don't know if I missed this or I have, or I didn't watch this one fully through, so I didn't hear this story before. And maybe I'm, su- I'm sure other people have. But it kind of like made me chuckle on the show that I'm sure someone has. Yeah, but I I don't know how I missed it. But he talks about the night that uh, 14, no, yeah, 14, where Austin obviously beats Michaels. And the whole rumor of Taker sitting gorilla taping up his wrists and to intimidate Michaels because Michaels was in such a bad place in his head. So Austin flat out was like, okay, what's the deal? He's like, this has been a rumor. I want to know, were you doing this on purpose? And he said, yes. He said, I purposely sat in gorilla. And when Sean walked past me, I was taping up my wrists and taping up my knuckles to walk by. He said, because I knew how much this match meant to the future of where we were going with the business and how important this had to go to give that title over. He said, so in my mind, I already had a plan. He said, if Michaels did something screwy out there and decided to go off script or not drop the title, you would have seen an appearance on The Undertaker, and I was prepared to lump Shawn Michaels up and throw him back in the ring and have Steve pin him. He said, because there was no way that belt wasn't coming off Michaels and not going to Steve. And like Austin was like, He's like, wait a second. He's like, you were really going to do that? <laughs> He's like, yeah. He was like, I, this business needs to be done. He said, like, how they did with Brett? He said, at the time, I didn't get it. He said, but that's why I got it for you. He said, because I saw it from Vince's eyes after Vince explained it to me. He said, that at that point, I knew what it meant. He's like, so business was going to get done one way or another. He's <laughs> like, and if I had to lump up Shawn Michaels, I'm going to lump up Shawn Michaels to make sure you got the title. I was like, holy shit, man. I was like, now I kind of wish Michaels would have did something just to see Taker come out. And really, yeah, yeah. I mean, tell me that one the fucking way. We would have known. Like, I mean, you don't know that's not part of it. Like, especially with Michaels and Taker's background and story. Like, I mean, they fought bad blood and all that. So they have a story already there. So you don't know. You don't know that that wouldn't have been a part of it. So I think that would have been cool, but. I mean, can't go back in time. We can no. only live in the now. Yes. But yeah, I don't think, I mean, the, the, I don't think that the ruthless aggression era is nearly as good. No American badass? You got, I mean, Taker carried that. He was one of the people that carried that goddamn era. 
he he single-handedly not single-handedly but within a few phrases made john cena and it wasn't even in a match it was after he slapped and slapped kurt and lost to kurt and he walks back and all he does is say what's your name and good job kid and then walks past him that's it and shakes john cena's hand you got the nod on national tv from the undertaker made man <laughs> done like and just that little bit like that's how much undertaker means so they had to make sure they showed that so in the eyes of the audience holy shit undertaker respects him all right this guy must really be going yeah so i mean taker's one of those guys that again because of how long he's been there and how much he's done for the wwf wwe I don't know if they, again, like, I don't know if they withstand some of this, this, the, the competition. He's one of those guys that, like, if you, if you don't have a taker in certain periods of time, I don't know if the product withstands it. I don't know how bad the product actually gets without taker. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest impact is on the, it's on the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars uh, without Taker. Ruthless Aggression, I feel like, still could have survived um, because you still had guys that that could probably get a little bit more shine without Taker being there. I think definitely the PG era because he was so in and out. It really wouldn't matter at that point. Um, yeah, but there's no one to give that rub. There's none of, there, You don't have that special attraction anymore. And and not only that, just for the people in the back, like that locker room leader, telling people and showing people how to do the right thing and, and making sure people do and teaching people things that we won't see or don't know about, no. you know what I mean, is another thing. And you have, I mean, again, the WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. Are the WrestleManias as meaningful? Without not later. Of- not the later ones for damn sure. Like, the ones in the middle, maybe, like maybe, it, it, the, the, I don't know if that matters because I think, like he said, uh, they started legit counting when he got to 10, like 10 in a row. And that's when he recognized it. But, I mean, yeah, in between, probably not. But when they started counting, when it was 12 and 13, and that's where really, really, and then you have meaningful matches. You have the CM Punk. You know what I mean? That that Triple match was huge. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. Uh but look, Roman, Brock, like it's just it, it I mean obviously there's nothing like it. Does anyone have does Brock I mean Brock is a beast. He's always gonna be a beast. But does he come back and does he become the special attraction that he is without breaking the streak? Probably. I mean, he doesn't have as much clout. I'll give you that. Like, that's why Vince chose for him to break it because that just adds to it. The one in 21 and one, like, that adds to that mystique of the beast incarnate. That's what it is. So, I mean, he's still probably going to be Brock Lesnar, but yeah, that is a huge mark on his. Yeah, it puts a, there's an asterisk. Like, Mm -hmm. is he really the best without beating Taker? Is he as bad as he's 
Is he like? I mean, and that's not the only match that they've had. Oh no, no. Yeah, the only the only semi positive thing is you don't get those horrible matches. The horrible the horrible match turnout with Roman, and the horrible one that was in Saudi with fucking Kane Taker and DX that was uh, yeah, god awful still, to watch. Vince still finds a way to pull poor old people out. <laughs> that's true. To, to shill around anyway. So that's true. Yeah, it might not have been Taker, but there would have been someone to face DX. Yeah, yeah, that's they would have some tag team. Who knows? You might have got like fucking. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Could have got. <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't know. Did he try and bring Edge and Christian out of the fucking. Or he would have had the Hardys, probably. He would have somehow had the yeah. Hardys. He would have made that work. And look, even the cinematic match against Styles. People would say what they want about that match and that being his last match and all that. uh, I thought a lot of people liked that. But there are people that have a problem that that's the last match. You know what I mean? That that's... Was that the last match, though? I'm pretty sure we saw him wrestle after that. Well, yeah, maybe the DX... Was the DX match after that? Yeah, because they brought... brought, And then he had... Then he officially retired, like, what, two years ago? Yeah, no. Well, maybe it's. I mean, that within this last singles match. You want to talk about pops? You don't get the gong. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty upsetting too. Like, there's that, only cer- only certain things that will trigger that like holy shit reaction. There's only a few. There's only a few things that could trigger that. The gong is definitely one. Of them. Yeah, man. I, I still. I'll, I'll never. Tell you what. Speed time for entrances would be like the it would be pretty high. He yeah, brought that he brought that uh average down a lot for yeah. from ramp to ring or from oh yeah, absolutely in the ring. I'd say his average time is probably right around like two or three minutes. I mean Warrior helped because his time was probably about uh maybe Four seconds. I was gonna say, seconds. depending on the on the ramp size, the size the of the ramp. Size. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, you got Taker and you got they're both like got to get an average in between. Yeah, the average in between. I mean, Flair's not helping the cause. No, especially no, no. older. As Flair got older, he took even longer to get to the goddamn ring. Mm-hmm. He probably forgot where the fucking ring was. He probably forgot what he was doing. I'll tell you what, that gong. I still remember as a nine-year-old kid. Terrifying, terrifying. Being in the spectrum, and it was a house show in the spectrum, and there was a eight man tag, and I I can't remember. I know there was like the big guys. It was like it had to be. It was Austin, Austin, Sid, Michaels, obviously Taker. And I can't remember so a couple of the others. Michael, that was before Austin blew up. Yes, yeah, he was still, he might have even still been the ringmaster or, like, right before Austin 316. Like, it was real close. And, uh, man, I was nine rows from the ring. It was a birthday present, and my grandfather took me. And, like, every time someone would come out, I'd run up to the guardrail, and you'd stick your hand out. Uh, and all I remember is, like, it's obviously main event, and that gong going off, the light shutting off, the purple smoke, 
Dude, I remember almost feeling sick. I was so scared of The Undertaker at nine years old. I was so scared. I still I still get chills describing it because I remember how I felt. And it felt like the arena was shaking. That when he came out, like it was no joke. It was it was the Undertaker to kids were terrifying. And I mean, he was just the look of him. That but that he was the darkest character. It was great. Stretch of time. It was amazing. And I'm so glad I I still have that in my head. Like and being able to see him as an adult was even better. But like, I mean, the Undertaker is like one of those because you had all those those gimmick wrestlers. Like you had a cop, you had an Indian, you had trash man. The trash man. You had a, a dentist. The pig farmers. <laughs> yeah, you had you had all sorts of uh, profession gimmicks. The Undertaker was the most had the most longevity behind. It. Yeah, they really struck gold with that one because you really don't like who thinks like an Undertaker, fucking like let's let's put that put that job title, let's pull that we'll make that a wrestler. And you got the right guy to do it. You can yeah. put that on. Countless number of people, all you want. No you're one's not, doing it like you're not the creating another one like that. Mm-mm. No, not at all. Well, right. I mean, I think I think we did a pretty good job of trying of eliminating and and the fallout of those eliminations. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because you don't know what exactly is going to happen if you lose someone. You just kind of speculate. Yeah, but there are certain things that probably won't happen. Mm-hmm. With certain people gone, yeah, I think and obviously it, with those it, four, like they we might said, have tried, but I don't think it would have been nearly as successful. Yeah, the, but the attitude, the attitude, the war or war for Monday night is completely different. You know, what I mean, it's with those four taking, like we said, any one of them out, it affects that in varying stages depending on which one we're talking about. But like it, it, it that's a big difference on the Monday night war alone. Oh, yeah, I, for sure. I mean, it, the landscape of wrestling itself mm-hmm. looks a lot different with minus one of those four. Yeah. Well, I like that concept, Joe. Good job. That was yeah. uh, that was pretty well thought out. Uh, yeah, I actually... So I left work, and I was just driving home. So I only this one only took me about a half hour to come up with, not even... Because I hadn't thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to think about it. And I was thinking, I was like, hmm. I don't know how, but it came to me. It's not bad at all. See what we got for tomorrow night in the old noggin. Yeah, we'll find out. I might be a one, I might be a one and done. Well, we hope you enjoyed. Thank you for watching and listening. And uh, we'll hey! be talking to you very soon. See what happens when you got a day off and you can just clear your mind. <laughs>